Maybe you've got a big presentation coming up and you're very, very nervous about it. Or a job interview. That's something that happens and you're just afraid that it's not going to go well. Maybe it's not even business related and you're about to propose. You're going to do it up big. But what if she says no in front of everybody? This episode is going to provide you with some great information and it's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 minutes. Yesterday, we talked about worry. And if you didn't listen, I'd highly recommend you go back and listen to yesterday's episode. You can finish this one first. They all stand alone. But if you enjoyed this one and you missed yesterday's, go back and listen to it because I think it'll be very beneficial to you. What you're going to hear today is at the very core of what it takes to live a happy life. It's not the only thing, don't get me wrong, but it's at the core of what it takes to really be happy in life. So if that's what you're seeking, pay attention. I'm Desmond, and this right here is your Mental Mastery Moment. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. All right, before we jump into this, I want to thank a few people. Mark Hutch, thank you so much for leaving a five-star rating and writing a great review in iTunes. Mark said he's loving the podcast after just finding it, working hard to catch up so he can experience the regular day-to-day episodes, help him, as he says, keep on the rails each day. So thanks so much, Mark. Also, big thank you to Gomontius1988, who's your username, obviously. I don't think your parents gave you that name. Uh, you found the show through a friend of mine, Jeff Sanders. He does the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast. A great podcast, by the way. He was nominated for Best Produced Show at the recent podcast awards I attended in Las Vegas. A great show. Really deserving of that nomination. Didn't win it, but I think he should have. So 5 a.m. Miracle. Thank you, Jeff Sanders. Gomontius says this show has been his go to podcast for a good while now. He was worried I was going away because I was on a little bit of a hiatus. Um, well, a lot of bit of a hiatus. Uh, great news. I'm not going away. As a matter of fact, we're just about to launch into something very big at the end of this week. I'll announce it here in a couple episodes. Thanks, Gumantius. If you haven't done so yet, please go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review the show. I'll thank you in a future episode. And if you include your show, if you have a show or your blog, I'm more than happy to share it in my thank you message, neither Mark or Gumontius1988 from a long line of 1988s I mentioned anything like that. So, But thank you guys both very, very much. Let's get started on this. This is the 29th item in the 30 things you need to stop doing to yourself. And I got this list from Mark and Angel's blog, and so I've got to give credit to them. Because they, they came up with this a few years ago. I saw it shared in social media, and I thought, oh, those are some great topics. And I've been working through all 30 of them. If you want to find the list of 30 and get the link back to Mark and Angel's blog, it's a great blog. If you enjoy this show, you'll enjoy what they're doing. Just go to pdesmondadams.com slash 30 things, three zero things, and you'll get that list. This one is all about stopping that focus you have on what you don't want to happen. 
Sounds easy. Just stop focusing on what you don't want to happen. Done. Podcast over right now. I realize it's not that easy. Matter of fact, it's probably one of the hardest things to do. I don't know if you've tried. Sometimes we just go, most people, I would say, go through life just not even really thinking about it. But now, too late for you. I've made you think about it when you listen to the show. I'm going to do that sometimes. So how do you do it? How do you stop thinking about the things you don't want to happen? Sometimes we focus on what we don't want to happen because we're trying to keep ourselves from being let down. And so we'll think about all the things that we don't want to happen. We'll lower our expectations. We expect the worst. And when we expect the worst, life will almost always exceed our expectations. As a matter of fact, it does that anyway. But when we really focus on what we don't want to happen, then when good things happen, even if they're just kind of mediocre things, we're like, oh, that's, that's good. Something good happened. And then we start worrying about the bad things that could potentially happen here soon. It's, it's really kind of almost a protection thing that we do for ourselves. It comes from a low self-esteem in some areas. Now, you may think, oh, I have great self-esteem. Well, maybe it's with your job. Maybe you only focus on these uh, things you don't want to happen in certain areas, on the job, certain tasks on the job. Maybe you're really, really great at marketing, but then you got to do a presentation on how to market and you're just expecting the worst to happen. So you're, you're not like that when you're doing the actual marketing work, but when you actually have to speak to somebody, those expectations go down because you don't have that confidence in yourself in that specific area. Maybe it has to do with relationships. Maybe it has to do with children, uh, what your expectations are for your own children. Lower them, and they'll always exceed your, almost always exceed your expectations. This issue also comes from this fear of failure that a lot of us deal with, and I'm working on a product right now where I go over five big fears that are killing our self-discipline or keeping us from reaching our goals. And one of them is the fear of failure. And we have to ask ourselves, what, what would constitute failure? And for most of us, failure isn't always really clear. I guess, I guess you, you could get to such a low point that it becomes very clear. Living on the street might be considered failure unless you've chosen to do that. So I guess even in that case, failure is coming up short of your desires or short of your expectations. And so if we go back to lowering our expectations, focusing on what we don't want to happen, we can avoid failure because our expectations are way down here. We're expecting bad things to happen. So if anything other than bad things happen, we're a great success. And (laughs) that's not really true. But it makes us feel that way. So we focus more on feeling good than being good. And that's one of the reasons we lower those expectations. We even have bumper stickers in life that say, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I want to keep it family friendly. Stuff happens. Something like that. It's not stuff. But I've seen them. Bumper stickers, you've seen them. It says stuff happens or life sucks and then you die. I remember seeing that one. And it's just this, this I'm going to champion negativity. And... <laughs> And, and then that way I never disappoint myself because anything other than absolute negativity is going to be a win. The other thing that people do in this area is they claim they're just being realistic. Ah, oh, Desmond, you're not being realistic. You expect all these great things to happen. You just need to be realistic and understand, you know what? Life's going to suck most of the time. And if something good happens, great. We celebrate that. But just deal with the fact, fact, quote unquote, that life's going to suck. So we, we expect the worst. Well, this is an absolute lie that we tell people, and even worse than telling people, we tell this to ourselves. 
Now, I want to prove my point that life doesn't suck and that stuff doesn't happen. I want you to consider starting a gratitude journal. Now, I was just in the store the other day. We were walking through the store, and I saw this little book, and on the front it says, Don't Forget to Be Awesome Every Single Day. And inside is just a bunch of uh, sheets, lined paper, and, and it's a little journal. It was less than five bucks, and I, I would highly recommend you do that. And then every night, right before you go to bed, it's perfect right before you go to bed, sit down and write out by hand, and this is important because there's this wiring that goes on between your physical movement of your hand and your brain, everything that happened that day that you're grateful for. Maybe you can't do everything, but think of three things you're grateful for and write them out in your gratitude journal. Eventually what will happen is you'll realize there are a lot more positive events in life than negative for most of us. And I understand some people are in pretty bad situations, and maybe that's you, and and I, I get it. I understand. But for most of us, 99.9% of us, so that probably includes you, life's got a lot of good things going on. But the truth is, positive events happen to us so often. And you're saying, right, your life maybe, you're fortunate. No, seriously, positive events happen so often, they become background noise to us, and we don't even notice them. We don't even think about the little smile our kid gave us, or our grandkid, or the, the really cool picture our daughter or son drew for us in school today. Because they do that every day. And we don't pause to really focus on that. That just becomes part of the noise, the background noise. Oh, yeah, that happens, that happens. And then somebody takes your parking spot when you're going to pick them up from school, and you're like, ah, people are always doing that. Why are people so rude? They just take Right, they saw me waiting for that, and look at the jerk. He just went right in there, doesn't even care, doesn't even look back, doesn't even acknowledge me. And then you go inside the classroom, and your kid gives you, look what I drew for you, Daddy or Mommy. Oh, that's nice, really good, and you put it away. And you're still fuming inside about the jerk who took your spot. And you think that that's just the way life is. I'm Be realistic. Life has bad things that happen in it. Be intentional with that gratitude journal Write down the positive things that happen. When you write them down, you bring your focus on them, your intentional focus. And what will happen is those things will start to stand out in your memory. And tomorrow when you think about the previous day or when you think about the last week or the last month or even the last year, your mind will be more aware of all those good things that you wrote down. It might even be a good idea to have a gratitude journal that you take out on New Year's Eve every year, and you just go through and you look at all the great things that happened that year. The more often you reference that, the more neural pathways you're creating in your mind that good things do happen, good things do happen, good things do happen. And then the very few and far between negative things that happen don't, don't become such a big deal. They don't stand out as much for you. The other thing that will happen is during the course of your day, you're going to become more aware of good things that are happening because you're going to say, oh, look, my kid gave me a really cool picture. You put 15 minutes of work into this. Really great. I'm going to have to remember that for my journal tonight. And you now all of a sudden you've put intentional focus on it and you've changed what you expect to happen through your day. I agree. Be realistic. Expect amazing things in life because honestly, that's realistically what happens to all of us. Here's another thing that you can do that will help you with this whole focusing on what you don't want to happen. 
Think about riding a bike. When you're on a nice little downhill, little slope, I'm not even talking about screaming downhill, but you're just cruising along uh, and you got the wind to your back, you're coasting. When you get to the bottom or when you turn and you go up this other hill, when you start back up, you notice it and you focus on it. See, when you're coasting in life, you notice the times, even if it's just a few times, when you have to pedal. But you didn't even think about that whole big hill that you got to coast all the way down. It was great. It was effortless. It was fantastic. You didn't even notice it because it was in alignment with what you wanted and what, you, what made you feel good. And so you didn't even think about it. And then you had to start pedaling. You're like, oh, my gosh, it's hot today. Man, I'm thirsty. We should stop and get a drink of water. Oh, I forgot my water bottle at home. And, oh, the sun's really beating down on me. Oh, these cars. are And everything. Then you start noticing everything else because, because you're having to focus on those few times when you're actually pedaling in life. The opposite of that is when you're pedaling up a hill and you get to that crest and then you're like, oh, look at this beautiful crest because you're used to working. You're used to pedaling. You're, you're used to putting in the effort. And then you got to the top and you're like, oh, look at this beautiful. Oh, we're just going to enjoy this. And the whole way down that other side of that hill, you're just coasting down. The wind's hitting you and it's just beautiful. Your feet are out. You don't, you're not even have to pedal. You're just steering along. Oh, it's wonderful. And you're not even thinking about the drink you want to have. And you're, so this goes in line with something I discussed in episode 46. You can go back and find that at uh, pdesmondams.com slash 046. How the lottery can cost you your fortune. And I talk in that episode about how when we expect something for nothing, we decrease our tolerance for work, for effort, for creativity. We forget the fact that we get something when we give something to somebody else of value. We're hoping to just pick the right numbers and we win. And when we don't win, ugh, Monday's going to suck because I got to go to work. And listen to that episode because it really will change how you look at the lottery. Man, go play lottery if you want to. I just spent a week in Vegas and got to enjoy some craps, but it was for the enjoyment of playing the game. I didn't have my hopes and dreams on it. Matter of fact, I lost money. But but it was just about the enjoyment of the game, just like you would going to a movie or going out to dinner and paying for the ambiance of a nice night out. The actual food didn't you know wasn't worth what you paid for it, but it was just it was you were enjoying that moment. So same thing. If you want to play the lottery and that, and there's a pool at work, and it's, ah, I'll put a couple bucks in. Yeah, it's okay. You're not putting your hopes and dreams on getting something for nothing. Lastly, here's what you can do. This is a big, big one, okay? This is the, this is the last thing I'm going to give you. That, 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 that's a huge one. Focus on the experience and not the results. This is another reason we focus on what we don't want to happen in life. We've set our sights on the end results, all we're thinking about is what results are going to come out of this. What results? What's going to happen with this? Is this going to work out the way I want it to? It's probably going to end up this way. And all we're thinking about is what the results are going to be from our effort. And fear takes over, and we focus on what we want to avoid. Just like if you're a fearful driver, you're always, oh, watch out for that. Oh, kids over there, watch out. I mean, you should watch for kids, but you don't have to be fearful of them. You just watch for them, and you, go, you know, make sure you slow down. But, oh, watch. Oh, there's a, there's a bank right here. Or, oh, there's a lot of traffic up ahead, and you're starting to fear all these things. That's what happens when you're a fearful driver. Instead, focus on the actions that it takes to get through the journey not the results of the journey. I'll give you an example. In this podcast, I've made a commitment to simply put out a great product five days a week regardless of the results. And that's a new commitment. I did take a hiatus. 
but I have a friend of mine, Jeff Brown, great friend. I've known him for years and years and years. It's a great podcast called the Read to Lead Podcast. Highly recommend it. He has nearly, without fail, put out a high-quality podcast once a week interviewing authors of books on leadership and business and management and team building, all these things, without fail, without fanfare and just consistently doing it. He was up for an award at the Podcast Awards for the Best Business Podcast, nominated. Best Business. He's not like a big marketing guy. He doesn't know all the latest Twitter techniques and all the cool ways of marketing this and marketing. Just every week, a great podcast put out, nearly without fail. He did miss a couple weeks over the last year, but man, that was an epiphany for me. So that's what I've decided I'm going to do. I'm not going to look at the stats. I'm not going to look at how many, of, how many of you are listening right now. I'm just going to put out a great show every day, five days a week. See, now, suddenly, regardless of the results, I have nothing to fear. I'm just focused on what needs to be done right now. Record and finish recording and publish this episode and then trust the process will bring the results I want. Do what needs to be done and trust the process will bring the results you want. So that's how you can do it. That's how you can overcome this temptation or this habit of focusing on the things you don't want to happen in life. Here's your call to action today. I want you to do this. Take a big project or task that you have in front of you that has you scared right now or nervous about something. Write down three to five things you can do today that will bring you closer to successfully completing that task. Okay, so that'll define what success will be and then write down three to five things you can do right now, today, that'll bring you closer to that happening. Don't worry about whether it will happen or not. Just list the action items needed to get to the results you do desire. Focus today only on doing those three to five things. Forget the results. Forget the positive results. Forget the negative results for right now. We'll eventually work on getting you towards the point where you expect the positive, but right now, just focus on those three to five things. Take action. Trust that process will bring the best results possible. All right? I hope that helps. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review it in iTunes. You can do that by going to a quick link I've set up, pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. Take you right to the iTunes page, and it'll open up iTunes if you have it installed. And then you can rate it five stars if you think it's worthy and give a little review about what you enjoyed about this episode or about any of the episodes. It goes so far into helping to spread this message. All right, before I make this a long podcast, one of the things I want to do is always give you something short so you can listen to it in one little commute wherever you're going, if it's dropping off the kids or getting to work or whatever. All right, enough said. <laughs> I appreciate you. The fact that I, I don't even know right now what you're doing, but right now you and I, are focused on the same thing, having the best life we can possibly do. So we're kind of in this together. And I appreciate the fact that you care enough about yourself and about the world around you that you listen to the show. Thank you so much. Remember, always, always, please, always reach beyond your grasp. <laughs>